Welcome to Good Boys Gone Bland, Season 3, Episode 3. We are a podcast that reviews 10 movies of a similar actor or subject. Uh, but first, I'm your co-host, Denali. I'm Ryan. I'm Jace. And welcome uh, to our show. We're on Episode 3, like I said, of our dog season, uh, where we're watching 10, 10 uh, dog movies. Uh, we're stuck out here in the doghouse. Um, how are we feeling uh, about you know, all these dog movies? It's hot out here in the doghouse. It's the middle of summer, and yeah. the ventilation in these things is just notoriously, you know, poor. Just one hole. It's actually a lot of... But we're stuck. A... Okay. I yeah, so I think that hole, I, I think a boulder has slid over the hole from the outside. <laughs> hmm. So it's getting a little, little stuffy in here. You're, you're kind of looking to get out. Yeah. And you do seven more weeks. No. So I think... <laughs> <laughs> we might have to dig our way out of this dog. I hear you. Oh. I hear you, Ryan. You want to pivot to an all Airbud season? Me and Jace already talked about this, um, where we watch all fourteen of Airbud's movies. Um, but that's gonna have we're gonna have to save that material, man. A lot of movies. I brought some ice cubes from the house. Oh, okay. That's a good. That's a good um, segue. Some ice because we watch snow dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I uh, think a thunderstorm is coming because the temperature. Oh yeah, yeah, dropped yeah. It was a th four said thunder. And I do what? Um, my my teeth hurt in this house for, or from chewing on all the the dog toys. It's because the guy's a dentist, Ryan. Mm. Oh yeah, you know you guys Saying blocked things from me. The movie. You guys? No, I don't remember any of that. <sighs> That's okay. I finished this movie about. 15 minutes ago yeah i um, finished it a while i finished days yeah i should do that dude because the thing is, is like it's a lot when i watched for example armageddon you know i watched a two and a half hour movie and i talked about it with you guys for like you know two and a two to three hours and to do this with a dog movie it's a lot on the psyche and i don't think humans are evolved to talk about dogs um entertainment flicks about dogs that long i think i'm stretching human brain yeah they only had three hour shoot days on this movie yeah yeah because they knew the human limitations of talking about dogs they're like guys we're, we're coming up on 255 here we need to shut down the set right away otherwise some strokes are gonna happen um before we we start talking about this very good movie um what do you guys got going on in your life right now absolutely dog shit <laughs> i'm going barking mad yeah i uh i am too because We've been outside for too long, and we've been watching dog movies. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Ben Affleck was one thing. Matthew McConaughey, all right. You know, we all get right. it. All right. Uh, yeah. Okay, we get it. Dog movies? Throw me a bone here. <laughs> uh, woo! The thing about... Yeah, I love it. I love it so much, man. The thing about this podcast is that, you know, as an adult, it's hard to make time to watch movies. And, you know, to do the podcast, I have to make time to watch a movie. So, you know, I will watch a full movie a week, which is really a lot for me right now. And so that means 100% of my movie intake for the next 10 weeks is going to be films about dogs. Yes. And the okay, let, 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 let's get to the bottom of this. The problem is that, <laughs> according to my theory, yeah. dog movies have a cap that they cannot surpass. There's a quality cap. I would say probably in the neighborhood of an eight. Pretty oh. good. Eight's pretty good. 
I've watched right. a bunch of eights. Yeah. yeah. Right. But we have not been watching a bunch of eights. <laughs> and conversely, the depths of hell do not end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It keeps going. The, the median. Lower, lower. So the median is, instead of being like at a five, you know, the median is a three. But the average so is like a negative eight. You're losing. Yeah, we have these different. Yeah. We have different systems. So I, I don't know. The, the next movie needs to be like a movie that has dogs in it. They're buddies. We, no, no. We need to have a movie that's not about dogs. Okay, you can say, though, that this movie wasn't... The dogs weren't the main character. It was about... It's called Snow character. Dogs. I would agree with Denali in this case. It's, Guys, it, it, this can't be the dog... This can't be the dog movie where we're like, oh, that one wasn't very about dogs. We got to get back to the roots. <laughs> we got to get back to a dog as, a, as the main character. Just as Jace pitched to us with the doghouse. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a lot watching all of these dog movies. Um, do you guys have anything not dog related going on? Jace, you said you're, you're designing a, a little game show for yourself. So let's hear about that. As long as there's no dogs in it, I just just for a second, we can just take a small corner of our show, just not talk about dogs. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, 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 I took my dog to the beach today. Oh, oh damn it, right. Oh my god, I saw my friend's dog yesterday. I bet it. That, that has nothing to do with. It. Oh man, my dog is hilarious. You hold it above the water, and it it thinks it's swimming. You know, a little doggy paddle. Uh, that's pretty funny. It's so though. funny. It's pretty hilarious. Funny. Okay, guys, we can't... No, no, no. Okay, enough dog stuff. Enough dog stuff. Okay. I am... Dog. Ryan is... Ryan famously made a real-life version of the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia game show game Chardy McDennis. Yeah. Yes. Brought it to Alaska one time, and we played it, and we almost died. Yeah. That's a different... Um, but knowing that, I am hoping to enlist Ryan's aid in creating a one to two day uh, small friend group survivor challenge where you take anywhere from 10 to 14 people and uh, pick one person who's the host and set these two groups off on, you know, smaller puzzle fitness, mental yeah. challenges where every hour or longer, give or take 30 minutes, the teams have to kick somebody off who then gets to just get hammered, I guess. A loser's lodge like they do in the show. Like, yeah. Kind of hang out. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. The issue for me is, is like there has to be some sort of camping survival food involved. Oh, it has because, to suck a little bit. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just like Amazing Race, you yeah. know, those kind of games. Um, well, how about so? Do people get voted off on those by know. other people? I don't watch any of that shit. Hmm. Just watch Survivor. How about but, after every five minutes, you throw a raw egg at their head? Ooh. That kind of sucks after a while. Why? Okay, wait. That's so off topic. Why would we do that? It's because it needs to have it needs to emulate the like mental strain of being on an island. So you throw an egg on them every like you know couple minutes. No, I was thinking, Jace, you gotta have two tribes, right? Of course, yeah. And at the beginning, or three, and merge them 
Right. And then merge it's them. Tribe versus tribe. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to do like an overnight thing, mm-hmm. the at the beginning, the first challenge or whatever is like for food or for cooking equipment. Oh, yeah. And the other tribes literally just get rice and a pot and flint. How about they get an umbrella to block the eggs? That, the problem is that might suck too much to recruit that many people. Nobody's coming to this. I'm, yeah, I think we're at the point in our lives where all the additional people that I could imagine I would invite or host for if you created this game and, you know, uh, we as a friend group weren't able to come and get it. Nobody's going to sign up for that. Nobody's going to be like, I brought my tent. I'm sleeping in it. And you're like, you don't get to sleep in the tent. You failed the first challenge. (laughs) Funny thing is like, I would so be down. Like, if someone said you're going to have a survivor, survival style thing, like, mm-hmm. you got to say yes. You have to do something cool, like, once in, your, once in a while. Is it, the, is it that when we get older, we're getting boring? Right. You want to spice it up a little bit. Do something adventurous. Right. It's, so, there's a barrier. My, my right. thought process is a barrier. Like, I want Wine Mom Survivor, and you yeah. want Mini Survivor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lord of the Flies ass. Lord of the Flies. Yeah, yeah. Preface. Okay. I would participate in either. It just really right. depends on the audience. Right. Yeah. So in your way, the issue is with that many people, you have to do a challenge to get one person off like every single time. Yeah. And th- throw a lot of eggs. So that's like 12 challenges if you have 14 people. It's eight yeah. challenges if you have 10. About 300 eggs. Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, a certain number of physical challenges. Mm-hmm. But it also would be fun to do things like, you know, fire-making challenges or Ooh, things like true. that. So you get some sort of survival aspect. But then people don't feel so bad about, you know, starving that night. Yeah. I was, Good. I was you know, like, make them do um, a wall sit with, like, a spatula with one of the eggs that Denali is going oh. to throw at them, in, you know, in the mouth. and. Hold the egg. Yeah. You're thinking like then, more of the individual immunity challenges. Yeah, like the, the torture challenges that Jeff puts together on the I, show. I think Which I are could... sadistic. Yeah, fucked he, up. That's how he keeps his like good good looks throughout the ages because he looks the same across 20 years. And it's from the tears he harvests from the torture challenges that he does. Oh, God. You, should, you guys should do a boiled egg challenge where every two minutes you have to eat another boiled egg and then the last person... Ah, uh, the cool egg. hand Luke. By the way, I did that and it fucked me up. What? For like months. We did the Cool Hand Luke challenge. Yeah. The Cool Hand Luke challenge. Eat as many fucking eggs as you can. Oh, wait, you told this story before Ooh. on the old, the old cast, right? You, you ate like a dozen eggs in like an hour, right? In 20 minutes, yeah. Ooh, Ryan. No way. I couldn't eat already, eggs for three months. You're already good. Uh, you're already good for, for Jason's survivor, survivor challenge. Uh, but I think rewards, towels. Rain jackets, umbrellas, things to stop the eggs from getting all over you. It's going to be a real treat for them. Hey, at first, the egg thing was just stupid and annoying, and yeah. I didn't like that you were just interjecting it into all my thoughts. Yeah. But actually, now that's kind of interesting. Right? No, it's, it's a good, it's a good mechanic. It's getting a little bit better. Yeah. I would love to throw eggs at my friends. Yeah. Or what? water balloons. Build a cat pee. Uh-huh. Ooh. Well, I know a guy. I know a guy. So the, the issue with the challenges is, mm-hmm. like, there's always a certain amount of engineering so that men and women have a somewhat similar chance of winning. It's not just like, 
you know, Strong, lift you know, this weight you, as many yeah, times as right. possible. Sometimes yeah. it's like balance on a tiny little beam. Yeah, I go either way. Well, thing about eggs, I just, if I can just get back to the eggs real quick. Um, so getting hit with an egg has like a certain number of suckage points, right? Let's mm-hmm. say it, it's it's like, uh, you know, it's it's 3% sucks. Well, how much does that correlate with a shitty night camping? How many eggs is that? Let's say I have the same psychological effect. You mean like, so that they don't have to go camping, they just have to get hit by eggs? Like, yes. Okay, so like, if I ask you the question, yes. would you rather go oh, out go. and survive in the woods for a night or get hit with x number of eggs yes and they choose eggs like what is the highest x can be okay there thank you ryan that's what the question i was looking for um briefly if it was about 100 eggs i think yeah it's it's up in there for me it's about 50 to 100 (laughs) eggs because at a certain point (laughs) if you get hit by a certain number of eggs one of those eggs is hitting you somewhere that you didn't want to be hit right Right. In the old mm. eggs, yeah. In the eggs or in the nose? Oh, mm. you know, but when I'm sh- camping on a shitty night, am I going to be like, man, I-, I wish I could just take 50 eggs to the gonads and just fucking get out of here. Yeah. What if the team that wins gets an Throws ostrich eggs. egg? Throw at one of the, the opposite <laughs> team members, like exile Yeah. Island. And they have to position them, you know? So they're like, you, you know, face first. Eggs Dude, Chase, Island. I think this is a this is a great. I would love to help you write the challenges because I think uh-huh. making challenges is fucking hilarious, and I usually You're good play at custom, <laughs> and that's always fun, anyways. Uh, however, if we want to like organize a GBGB's reunion, this would be so much fun. It'd be good. Oh, the three of us. We'd like the final plus, three. Plus or minus other people. Hey, hey, Ryan, can I talk to you for a sec? Can I talk to you for a sec? Just, just, hey, Jason, if you could just, if you could just, yeah, Ryan, hey, listen, listen. I think we'd be a great alliance, you and me. I think we'll be a good final two here. Our birthdays are really yeah. close. Think about it. Think about it. Jace, are you strong. We're gonna vote. I'm a Gemini. We're both fucking yeah. Gemini's, dog. Okay. Okay. Hey, Jace, Jace, hey, Ryan, sorry. Give us, give us emojis. Jace? Yeah. I can't fucking stand Ryan, dude. I can't fucking stand that guy. He eats all the bananas. Drive me crazy. Yeah. It's all a goddamn banana. He thinks he's a fucking Gemini, dude. He, I know he's not. I know he's not a Gemini, dude. He's not he a Gemini? We're so tight. He he's told not me at all. A, he told me he was a Gemini. I'll be a Scorpio, for the dog. Past, for the past two weeks, he's been telling me he's a Gemini, and he's been trying to get me on his side. And you know what he told me? What did he, he tell you? He told me? He said, we have to get rid of Denali because he's obviously God. the smartest one here. And he is <laughs> conniving. And then he told me that you would vote for him. If you were on, you know, the jury. Oh, the jury. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, you know what? I think we're a good final two. I think, I think both of us are tight. Yeah. And then, you know, just, I think the jury won't fuck. Okay. Let's go. Yeah. Hey, wait, Ryan, wait. Let me. Hey, Ryan, fuck you. Yeah. Denali just told me that he's going to vote for me with me uh, tomorrow. We're a, a team now. That's fine. See ya. I'm kind of a conflict avoider. Ryan, I really like how you handled that conflict right there, dog. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to side with you on this, on this next vote. I think we got to get Jace out of here. This guy's too he's, he's he's too fucking he's on you know he's just he's in my face you know i can't i can't take it anymore okay okay all right hey jace yeah Ryan's driving me fucking crazy dog like he's just he's just sitting there he's sitting there and making me go nuts i want i just play the game you know from a gameplay standpoint i respect you man yeah um i can you look at this on my leg does it look infected 
Okay, I'm gonna be. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Yeah. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Hey, yo, Doc. I was wrong. I was wrong, man. Jay sucks. Like he's he's asking me to look at his his leg and shit. I think he's I think he's long not long for this world. I think I think he's gonna be he's gonna be out of here. I don't think he'll last to the vote. Okay. Okay, guys. Um, do you guys want to do the vote? Gonna um, who's gonna uh win? Yeah. Oh, who's gonna win or who's gonna who's gonna who's gonna vote? Gonna it win? Off. Um, we gotta vote okay. somebody off, and then the other person off. pick who wins. We we have to do it. Isn't it? Wait, okay. That was what I was confused about because um, they did an immunity challenge to go right. into the final three, where the one person got to choose who went with them basically to the end. Right. But I watched another season that they didn't do that, and then it just it went. Uh, uh. Let's just vote who gets to go to the final two, right? Who I'm gets to go? Who gets so to go to the final? Oh, so, yeah, uh, so we're voting somebody out. Voting someone out. Okay, I'm gonna type into the Discord general chat a name. You can't vote for yourself, obviously, because you can't vote yourself out, right? Jeff, right, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna. I'm letting you know right now that I'm gonna vote Denali off because he he was just being you know, a real dick to me yesterday, and I know he eats all the bananas. Jeff, let me tell you right now, I don't eat any bananas because I know bananas make you constipated and I haven't shit for 30 days. That means he's been eating the bananas. Did you hear him? Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, all the bananas. Uh. I submit my vote. I can't look at the vote because I can't close the window for the oh, recording. But damn it. Um, I lied to Jeff. Okay. I'm actually voting for Ryan. <laughs> I also picked Ryan. <laughs> okay, Ryan, you're on the jury. You're on the jury now. Okay, so me and Jace now uh, need to make our case to you why we should win, okay? Jace, you can go first and, and make your case to Ryan. <sighs> Jury, I played pretty good game. <laughs> okay. Um, I won, like, one challenge once. <sighs> um, <sighs> and I just need this $1 million because <gasps> my mom is just... She needs it. Is that Rob impression? <laughs> I love this game so much. <laughs> and I'm getting to me. Okay, is it my turn? Okay, here we go. Uh, Tony? I, I love and I love and respect this game. I've been playing it. Um, I'll answer any of your questions. Right, do you have any okay. questions for me? Yeah. Um what are your thoughts on huh? uh, the movie Snow Dogs? Love them. Love Snow Dogs. Love every dog. False snow. Next question. Uh, what is your opinion on uh, the em. movie? Oh, okay. Love that movie. Okay. Next question. That's I love that oh. movie, too. I love that oh. movie, too. I love it more than this guy. Whoa. Dang, he loves that movie. Wow, I can't believe... Wow, I can't believe you both love Beverly Hills Chihuahua that much. I, uh, I love it. He loves it more than me. And it's one movie. of my favorite movies. I love Oof. that movie. I got married to that movie. Conceived my child to that movie. Oof. Okay, mm. I think I'm ready to vote. Okay. So now I'm not voting on who I want to vote off. I'm voting You're on who I want to win. Someone please end this bit. <laughs> Can you read this? Is this the right way? Or just no, it's backwards. It's backwards. Damn it. I gotta write this backwards. Sal pass. Okay, so you're gonna read the votes. You're gonna so just we clarify, the person with one vote win the million dollars. Right. I'm um, writing it backwards, and I actually think it's working really well. 
Could I trade the million dollars if I want it for a date with Jeff Probst? Oh, I'll give you a million dollars for... Isn't that indecent Probstozel? Probstozel? Oh, wow. Indecent Probstozel? Okay. I'm about to vote. Are you guys ready? Okay. And the winner of Survivor GBGBs is... <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit! Uh... The audio people, Ryan wrote Ben Affleck. Um, and I wrote it backwards. It's actually a pretty good backwards. That's actually neater yeah, than I think wow. your regular writing, Ryan. Yeah, I thought about it for a really long time, and I just thought that he showed great perseverance yeah. and respect for the game. And I almost didn't even realize that he was here for a lot of the time, so I think he avoided a lot of controversy. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for voting me in for, for Survivor. It's such a, I, I know you. I'm such a chameleon in my you. roles. I, I, I'm such a good actor, uh, but I've been in this the whole time. Oh Thanks God. so much for the million dollars. I'm going to build a, a little little house on my yacht here. A little little yacht house. Uh, thanks so much, guys. Um, watch more of my movies, okay? Got a new Batman coming out. Oh, hey, guys, sorry. I think uh, I think Ben Affleck uh, caught on my feed. All right, guys. Uh, that was another good GBGB uh, Survivor special. I guess we do one every season now. <laughs> yeah, we're getting way too into the Survivor stuff here. Um. You want to get into this movie? We want to start talking about snow dogs. Yeah, sure. I think it's I think it's yeah. about time. Um, I think I had a nice little break. I don't have to talk about snow dogs for five straight hours, and now I feel refreshed and ready to dissect very good movie from two thousand two. Um, starring Redacted. Starring yeah. So let's just do we want to do we just want to address this uh, real quick about Cuba Gooding Jr. Um, because we first of all the clicker wheel picked this movie even though we did load it onto the wheel wheel of chaos the, the the wheel of chaos um however i did not know about all this shit about cuba gooding jr holy fuck um i thought he was just the guy from jerry Maguire. didn't know he is a humongous piece of shit and giant piece of shit or is he is he convicted i don't know he's, he's a sex criminal apparently i did not know this he did have a pretty funny thing six years ago where he went to the NHL awards and he was absolutely hammered on stage the whole time. Yeah. And you could just really tell that his he, he was shit's going downhill he's, for him because he's a piece yeah. of shit. So it is yeah, a career we, revival since then though. Like in twenty sixteen he had the OJ Simpson thing. Mm. So his com his his career was on the up and up until the Me Too uh, thing happened. So I'm thankful that the Me Too thing happened because yeah, the, the era happened because then otherwise we'd be getting more content from this guy. And now <laughs> since the allegations have come out, like you know, they've been <clears throat> dropped. So I think that's a good thing. Like, oh for sure. Um, I didn't realize like he was one of the you know one of the actors who, who you know had allegations during the Me Too movement. Uh, we definitely would not have picked him or this movie uh, if that were the case. Because um, I have a lot of like positive notes about here and there about Cuba Gooding Jr. that I just do not feel psyched about anymore. No, uh, yeah, I was this. like, I was thinking, man, Cuba Gooding Jr. is doing pretty good in this movie. I like his upbeat attitude, and he chose it. You can tell it was a weird yeah, decision. Yeah for his career and now i'm like oh yeah it's different and the thing that irks me the most and i mentioned to this to you guys already mm. i can't believe that we somehow skirted this problem from skirted facing it head on 
until Snow Dogs. Snow Dogs, what the fuck? Of all movies. And then we got through ones where, like, people are, you know, Me Too perpetrator adjacent. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of problematic characters we encountered with previous movies. And now, like, we didn't... I didn't think I, we needed to vet this one, but apparently we yeah, did. <laughs> I think that's the problem, is we thought dog movies were safe. We picked this movie for the dogs, yes, for the not dogs. for the people. It is dog season. It's not actor in dog movie mm-hmm. season. Yeah. This ain't no this ain't a Cuba Gooding Jr. season. Um so even so episode. Just, but yeah, not even episode. Yeah. It just happens to be here. So if uh if we do end up saying something positive, like maybe he did something funny, um, we didn't know that he's a piece of shit. So that's why we 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 wrote those notes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we did not uh, explain that very well. It, no. Um, so yeah, guys, that's that's what we wanted to to, to say uh, real quick that uh, we fucked up. Anyways, let's try to review this Snow Dogs. Let's have a let's have a good time reviewing this 2002 movie and not think about this terrible person who stars in it. Um, shit, do I have the synopsis? I think I have. The yeah, synopsis, you do. Right? Let me pull up the cast real quick so I get those names right. Um, okay, Snow Dogs 2002 stars uh, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Uh, star uh, playing Ted Brooks who is a dentist in Miami. He's a big hotshot dentist, a very successful. Uh, there's like a big old funny montage of him being like a successful sleazebag in the big city. Um, and then until, er, this is where the, the record scratch comes in, he gets served a will and, and he finds out that he has actually inherited um, some of some property and some sled dogs up in Tolketna, Alaska, which we could talk about in a sec because I don't think that's a real place. Boy, I got no. a rant. Yeah, yeah, so... Yeah, he goes up there to Alaska, and he's like a big old city boy. Um, he doesn't know how, how how it is out in the wilderness. He like tries to find out about who his mom and dad really were. It turns out he was adopted, and he's kind of going through this Alaska town, trying to learn how to become a, a sled dog guy and connect with his estranged uh, father, who we later find out is um, is this guy named Thunder Jack, played by the legendary James Coburn. Um, there's a lot of other famous actors in this movie. Um, there's Graham Greene from Dances yeah. with Wolves. Yeah, that guy's that guy's awesome. He plays like a really small role. Um, Nobel winning author. Is he really? There's uh Nichelle Nichols. He wrote the, yeah, he wrote the Destructors. Okay. Uh, Nichelle Nichols plays Ahura uh, in Star Trek. Uh, there's Emmett Walsh, of course. Um, there's a lot of like random famous people in this movie. Um, you know, and it's it's like okay. Here's the thing, real quick. So. The, the commercials for this movie showed a bunch of, like, talking dogs. Do you guys remember when this came out? Yes. Like, no, I thought this but... was going to be a funny talking dog movie where they're, like, animated and it's goofy. And, like, the commercial was all, like, the dogs on the beach drinking, like, fucking margaritas and shit. Then when I saw this in 2002 as a kid, this is a Disney movie starring, like, a dentist who's doing, like, this romantic fish-out-of-water comedy, which is total bullshit. So it's the Kangaroo Jack effect. Exactly, Kangaroo Jack effect. Kangaroo yeah, Jack was made after this movie, wasn't it? Uh, right, yeah, maybe right about the same, same era. Yeah. So Kangaroo the Jack commercial. was the Snow Dogs effect. Oh. Yeah, something like that. Where the commercial <laughs> showed the awesome talking animal, and it turns out it was some other bullshit that like little kids don't care about at all. And um, I don't know, it was just this boring plot line. I remember I, I really did not like this movie when I, when I initially watched it as a kid. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a lot to say about this plot, guys. I don't. There wasn't a lot of plot points here. It was just a lot of goofs about how he doesn't belong in the country, 
Um, it ends up with him saving his adopted father's life and kind of finding out a little bit about uh, his past. Like the adoptive father was like, yeah, we I fucked your mom in a cave once and then we had you and we couldn't keep you. And he's like, gee, thanks, Dad. Denali is not joking. What the audience who have not seen the movie <laughs> Snow Dogs, Denali is not joking. That's actually a large element of the plot. Yeah, we boinked in this cave when we were on the Arctic Challenge, and I never saw her again. Um, and then, you know, it ends with a big sled dog race, and then everyone high fives and leaps in the air. He's framing. Anyways, that's the movie. That's my synopsis. What a mess. It's also a, like a total ripoff of Turner and Hooch. How is that a ripoff of Turner and Hooch? It's almost a shot-for-shot remake of the last two minutes of Turner and Hooch. There's a scene where Hooch turns to a dog, Uh, and he goes, doink, doink, like with his eyebrows. No, there's humans who are in love, and they wink at each other, and then there's dogs who wink at each other, and then it cuts, and the woman is pregnant, and the dogs have puppies. Really spay and neuter these dogs, right? Is that like a thing you should do? Oh, I've, totally. I've never... And that's the, that's the yeah. thing that I don't get is like, are all these dogs just running around fully loaded? What you would n- <laughs> probably <laughs> not want to spay and neuter prize winning, like that, these are yeah. these are game animals. Ob- obviously, uh, these yeah. are tra- obviously these are trained animals in this movie. But do dog mushers in people who are competing at the sport at the highest level? spay and neuter their animals because you probably want those to have babies and get super mushers out of them and also no if if this place is in where it's supposed to be also tolketna alaska when they said it that at the beginning i was like oh yuri looks at me she's like do you know where that is i was like oh they said tolketna really stupid yeah (laughs) and okay and then they said tolketna again and i was like what the fuck are they they why do they we need to get into this Okay. Yeah, this this so, happened the first time. There, you're talking with three Alaskan podcast hosts here mm-hmm. who all grew up in the same neighborhood in a town an hour away from an hour away from Talkeetna. Yeah. The, the town that this movie is obviously ripping off. And the issue is, is they were like, oh, there's an Alaskan town called Talkeetna. We need to set it there and change the name of the town to something else that's only slightly different and then we need to not shoot it in the town and change all the details about the town it just does not make any sense like either change the name because you don't want it to look like you're ripping off this town and then actually shoot the movie there or Pick a real town, and if you're shooting it somewhere else anyways, who gives a shit? Why would you rip off a name? That, that's, like, that's like saying, like, oh, they're in this small city in Alaska, and it's called Anchorage. Anchorage. They say freaking shout the post in the Yeah, <laughs> and it's called Anchorage, and it's about 30 miles outside of Anchorage. It's like, wait, why would you not just, like, make up your own town name? Why would you slightly change one of the most known town names in the state? Talkeetna was, I mean, it's not, it wasn't famous in 2002, but it became kind of internet famous afterwards because of the cat mayor thing. Well, yeah, sort of, but it's a very attractive tourist destination. People go there yeah. all the time. I think what happened was, is maybe like an unpaid intern. Like, they were like, ah, oh, we fucking find an Alaska town. He's like looking in the encyclopedia. 
And he was like, oh, tall Ketna. And then they just wrote it down on a notepad and just decided to do no research. Yeah. It's sort of like, to me, it's just so stupid. It's so, 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 so dumb. Because why? Why would you do that when everybody knows that you are ripping off this town? I don't think everybody, like, people not in Alaska have no fucking idea. So, Ryan, you're telling me as a dungeon master... You've never taken a name of a place and changed one word and spit it out to your spit it out to your players as a completely self-sufficient idea. Well, because I do it all the time. Really. That's the idea. It's like I either take something and it's obvious that I'm like, you know, not trying to rip them off or I'm just being like, I don't want anybody to get mad at me. So I'm changing one letter to legally be different. It was just so, every time they said it, it was just so infuriating. Yeah, I think they were banking on pissing off maybe like 100 Alaskans and not pissing off all of the millions of audience members who don't know anything about Alaska. It's also not shot in Alaska. It's also shot in BC, right? Shot in Banff, yeah. Alberta, technically, but yeah. It's the most famous park in Canada. And they shoot it in half the movie has the most famous mountain in Canada. I'm gonna say it. Yeah, I was in like, the background. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I'm it's so I'm awkward. sure they were really banking on three well, late twenty it. year olds watching. That's their demographic. Like, why set it in Alaska if you're not like have if you don't have any interest in you know maybe having Alaskans watch it? Do you think Oop. more people in Wyoming saw this movie or more people in Alaska saw this movie? Wyoming. Right? Right, right. We made a lot of money, and there's no way it generated most of its revenue from Alaska. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying with a little bit of integrity here, okay. we could have been not been shooting on it. Like that, That's the whole idea, right? It's like if they would have done things a little bit differently, money aside, like yeah. we wouldn't have to make fun of them for it. Jace's point, U.S. audience, Alaska makes such a microscopic sliver is that the Disney executives don't even want to be bothered to even spend the five seconds to research about it because they don't give a fuck. Yeah. They're going to make a paycheck. But I want to strike back against that, right? Like, you can't just decide to piss off certain people and be like, no, they won't be a vocal minority. (laughs) We need a a vocal minority against the slanderization of these town names that are, you know, native town names. So it's kind of weird that you're, like, just making a name that sounds native-ish, right? Yeah, there's just, there's a, there's a lot to unpack there. There's a what lot to say, unpack there. <laughs> what I will say is that the town looked like it was also filmed in, like, Antarctica. <laughs> like, it was pretty desolate. Um, there's like, eight people. I did feel like it felt like rural Alaska, though. I mean, I'd fight against that. I I felt that it was reminiscent of a town with a local 15 building central location. Yeah, it reminds me of like a Lake Louise, uh, Tonsina. I mean, I think it got that, if you will. Populous, I think, was kind of reminiscent of Alaska. I think it was about how Alaskans like to. I'm sorry, go ahead, Jace. I was just going to agree with you. When I was watching the film, the amount of the people that they put in the town 
did actually kind of remind me of growing up in Alaska. It felt totally. because even in Wasilla, no matter what you had, you still had everybody trying to live every kind of walk of life. So they had the two pop, the pop star slash metalhead kids with the dyed hair. And then a, a full ensemble of people that reminded me of home. Yeah. Also, uh, we, we have a, we need to just go topic after topic, after topic because there's a lot of shit on, um, is this movie anti-adoption? I mean, so in this movie, they kind of like it, there's a weird vibe they get. Like they say, "Oh, you know, you're adopted," and Cuba goes like, "No, it's terrible. I have to go find my real dad." And he's just like, "Fuck you, mom!" And he goes off, <laughs> and it's like, "I'm going to be like my real dad," and like how they love the same things. And it made me really feel like, wow, what if there was a kid who was adopted and he watched this movie? Would he be thinking to himself, I need to find my biological parents because that's who I'm actually like? There was a lot of disrespect. I would think that maybe, yes, he would want to go and find out where he came from. Did you notice that he tossed aside like his adoptive mother? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> she like shows up like, at his house and he's, he just like. Yeah. You don't. I know who my real mom and dad are now. What? <laughs> yeah, it was weird. I don't expect a movie like this to maturely approach the topic of adoption. I think it was more of like a. Then why do it? Isn't it? <laughs> uh, it's it's more of like a haha. Isn't it funny? Like that Cuba Gooding Jr. is freaking out, and now he gets to do this fish out of water thing where he finds himself. Um, I think it was more for little kids to laugh at, and not so much to maturely approach this subject and kind of have like a you know socially conscious way of approaching it, which I think they might try to do nowadays, but certainly not in 2002, um, where it was all about dumb goofs. Let's, well, let's, can we pick apart a little bit about the plot? Nonsensical. Think, not yeah, a totally single easy. logical decision was made in the boardroom for the direction of this movie. Yeah, it was a lot of, um, like, gags of Cuba Gooding Jr. screaming his fucking head off as dogs attacked him. I feel like that was a, that's a huge portion of the movie. I loved it. <laughs> there was there was some jokes that landed. I laughed sometimes. It was a lot yeah. of like the cliche where he's like, "Oh, nice doggy. Oh, don't attack me!" And then he gets you know bitten in the ass. Um, maybe it's because it's an older movie. I but I think just some stuff like that. I'm just like, oh, give me a fucking please. Like at the butt of every joke in this movie was that the person who didn't get the joke was dumb. And most at times that meant Alaskans in general, like not knowing things about like Cuba Gooding Jr.'s modern life or like just assuming that Cuba like knew all these things about living in Alaska. That it was really weird. That is my main commentary about this movie. And we are on the topic of jokes. When they sat down in the room for this and they decided Every single joke after joke after joke. You both said it now twice, and I was I was trying to find the word for it. Fish out of water. The theme was trite. Every single joke was at the expense of Cuba Gooding Jr.'s character because he had no idea what he was doing. And it was funny for the first 30 minutes. Yeah. And then there was another hour of it. <laughs> joke after joke after joke after joke of him not being a person that would be used to the situation that he's in, and then... Uh. I get what you're saying. 
I feel like this is an Alaskan's fantasy in some ways. I think Alaskans really like to fantasize and fetishize a big city person come to Alaska and then they get their asses kicked by nature. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. Um, they're the idiots, you know, things like that. And I think this movie epitomizes Alaskans, like how they want to see themselves where it's like, Oh, we're gruff and tough. We shoot our guns in the air and we like throw mm -hmm. knives and we're so, we know we're salt of the earth people. And, this that, city guy is a dumbass who doesn't know anything. I yeah, the Eskimo style joke, where he yeah. was like, "We're gonna settle this dispute Eskimo style. We get a rope and a knife. The last one breathing gets the dogs." Yeah, and I could see like my. Wait, you have freaking five G. Huh? I just don't. I just don't get it. I don't get a lot of the choices. <laughs> what I'm saying is, this movie had a very short runtime. Well, not very short. It had it. Oh man, 100, 100 oh, oh. hour and forty minutes. It was so long, dude. It was too <laughs> long for comedy. Every, but every shot, yeah, had yeah. a purpose, and the the things they chose to write it like, okay, how about this? Next time you're making a movie that stars solely adults, that's meant for a mixed audience, give it to three twenty somethings who care a little bit about movies, and say. This makes no fucking sense. Don't put this shot in the movie because you're implying a bunch of weird things that I don't think you're, you want to imply. Yeah, I think that, that would do wonders as a movie. And maybe they do it already with, with, uh, with shit nowadays with Disney movies. I feel maybe. like they wanted to make this movie for PG-13, be not a Disney movie, and it got edited or they added in jokes to make it a kid's movie. I think it, it fails on the front of it being entertaining for seven-year-olds. Because when I saw it when I was like six or seven, I thought it was incredibly boring. Um, and I was disappointed there was no talking dogs. I was like, why do I give a shit about this Dennis love interest? Well, yeah, that's the issue, is the plot is revolved around a very adult concept. Yeah. An adult dentist realizing that he's adopted and he's inheriting something from a will. So he has to go and integrate into a culture he's not familiar with at all and try to relate but, to his biological father. But dogs go, and he goes, ah, oh, and slides <laughs> and across snow. Yeah. So they did like okay. a thousand pratfall gags. We got to talk about the dogs, right? I don't talk know. about the dogs. I loved the CGI additions to the animals in this movie. Oh, no. when, 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 the, when they had the scene... On the beach, when Cuba Gooding Jr. had been knocked unconscious or almost frozen to death, one, the bear going, <laughs> I've, I lost it. And then the dog sitting in the lawn chairs was just so outrageously stupid, and I didn't expect it at all. It got me. It got me. It was like, it's a slap in the face. I had no idea it was going to come because they added some... They made the dog's pupils get really wide, like, ooh. And then uh, one of the dogs, like, winked. They smiled a bit. The dog sitting on the lawn chairs talking to him. Best scene in the movie. In his dream sequence, they're like, oh, this guy doesn't know about dogs. Who does? <laughs> yes. like, yeah. So that is a great example of why Denali's right. <laughs> this should have been full about dogs, like, mm -hmm. talking and stuff. Then you could actually have dogs be telling jokes rather than Cuba Gooding Jr. sliding across ice. Did you, it was like a two minute long scene where Cuba Gooding Jr. couldn't get his footing on ice and it was windy out and he kept sliding back and forth in front of the camera. 
Did you? Okay, but did you like that scene or did you hate it? Because that's very cool. reminiscent of being a child in Wasilla, where very regularly in the winter, the winds would get to like <laughs> 40 or to 70 mile per hour gusts, and you'd be walking to the bus station like... <clears throat> oh, totally. And they but, made it for uh, the 500 kids. Um, <laughs> that's how they make their money for the movie. Yeah, exactly. See what I'm saying? But why not make that scene half as long? And make the dog scene where they're talking yes. to each other twice as long. Or dog talkie, less human talkie. Uh, there's a there's a couple uh. of gags here that kind of like one is that scene with Olivier, who's like the awesome dog sled guy who drinks Powerade, and everyone's like, "Oh, that guy sucks," even though he's just he doesn't really do anything wrong. Um, besides, he's besides the fact that he's French and fancy. Um, and then there's a scene where he wins. They dump the Powerade on his head, but it's frozen solid, and it like. It's like a hundred pound block of irony funny. falls That's straight on one. his head. That was a good gag. And then those guys run off and they're like, we have to run. We have to leave. And they're like saying it in the French accents. But I, isn't that pretty prescient? Because like, Kill a, well, no, I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying, uh, didn't our Norwegian win that Iditarod like two years in a row a couple years ago? I, I don't keep up to date on Iditarod. Uh, oh, really? Oh, Not so you're recently. more of an Iron Dog person. Iron Dog for life, dude. I got Iron Dog Madness. Um, you know, you guys ever play Fantasy Iron Dog, where you get you draft the dogs? Oh, Iron Dog is a race with people, ironically. Uh, yeah, the dogs uh, dogs are in the sleds. The people pull the sleds for people who don't know, um, you know, from yeah. Washington and where other other places. Um, is that, Ryan, you, when you texted me about that scene where he's, like, on the breaking ice and you could see the rigging right underneath the water, I, like, saw that immediately once he's... I was like, oh, fuck. Like, it, they just clearly didn't give a shit when they made this movie. Like, that, that, that's kind of what I'm saying. It's like, they don't expend a, <laughs> three seconds to make a better-sounding town name. They don't do any research of all, at all, which I, I was actually going to put into my review later. They actually don't hide their stunt rigging. Like, if there's a stunt that has to happen on screen, there's a very good chance that you can see some sort of rigging that is set up. Yeah, like, I feel like they speed run this movie. Like, the director was in a bar, and they're like, hey, I bet you can't make a movie in one week. <laughs> Filming, editing, production, everything in one week. Casting, lines, everything in one take. No thought. And he's like, Fucking done. And he's like, name a Alaska town. He's like, oh, I think I went to Tol Tolkina. Perfect. Tolkina. Let's fucking let's fucking do it. And he puts it together on a plane to Alberta. Writes a script on the plane about, about some dogs. I think it would explain the, the terrible trailer too. That's actually not bad. Yeah. Maybe this was the first speed run. Can we look up how fast it took them to make this movie? Oh, I'm weighing. I am to be whole right now. This grossed 115 million dollars. They made a lot of, okay, so, yeah, we are obviously a review podcast and we're giving it our best shot to review this, but they don't have to give a shit because they're making this movie for parents who have to drag their children to right. a movie theater on a Tuesday night because if they don't, after they fed them shitty lasagna, they're not going to be able to go to sleep or, or, or any other combination of whatever drug parents to the movie to watch it, to the movies to watch this. It doesn't matter. They hated it. That's why it got a 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. But it made quite a lot of money because people were taking their kids to watch it. Yeah, I think they were just like, fuck it. Kids aren't going to give a, a rat's dick about how good this movie is. And when you're seven, every, every movie's good. 
And you, you put in a couple of uh, characters screaming and dogs ripping apart stuff and nice doggy jokes. That'd be a winner for the kids. I'm not saying it should be that way. I'm not endorsing the fact that that happened. But this movie made a lot of money. And that's surprising because we've watched a lot of movies we consider very good with high-profile actors that have not made this much money. Okay. You guys are dancing around this too much for me not to go on a patented rant. Do it. Here. Oh, All right. Okay. Let's Wait, do can it, I? Baby. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I got to give a shout-out to somebody after this, after or, or, or before. Okay. Shout-out to the flying... The, uh, Davy Jones of the Flying Dutchman from Spongebob Squarepants prolific voice actor Brian Doyle Murray he did a good job yeah what did he do again this is one of the townies he was Ernie he was the guy who drove the plane had an eye patch no 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 no. I was the eye patch guy Ernie wasn't the eye patch guy I'm Emmett Walsh he was the guy from Blade Runner he was the captain like, hey, got another job. And then Blade Runner's like, I told you, you need I'm old. Like, damn it, I'm old. I don't know. Do you have the heat to go into your rant now, Ryan? Okay, that's the other thing, too, is I don't even really remember what I was going to say. But, like, I generally consider myself a content creator in my free time. It's not what I do for a living. I think it's very fun. Um... I like to make content TikToks? and make other people's no TikToks. make other people's lives like you make you know, a little bit more interesting, at least my for my friends and things. Mm. Uh, however, I put a lot of work and care into my products. And even though they might not be very, very good, um, I, I, I like to TikTok's imagine that I like your TikToks. I like to imagine that you ate a TikTok every day. Please continue. <laughs> and you know what I hate? You two fuckers <laughs> are some of the people I make content with. Yes, sir. And this is the lowbrow... I got stuck with. <laughs> I don't remember what I'm talking about. What? Okay, so you hate snow dogs because... You, because I'm upset hmm? that this swill gets pushed <laughs> out there and makes... Like millions no, upon millions of dollars. You know, it makes fivefold its budget, which was yeah. 30 something million dollars, right? Like these people didn't do one iota of research about Alaska before they made this movie and set it there. Like as a shtick. Like it's not even like it was coincidentally or like, you know, maybe not even related to the state of Alaska. Like that's its whole shtick, right? There's no skunks. There's no skunks in Alaska. By the way, almost every mammal hibernates. So even if there were bears or skunks nearby, they would be hibernating. Um, Alaska is actually cold because it's really far north. Mm -hmm. It's not cold because it's at a high altitude. As this movie would have you believe otherwise from its multiple jokes about how it's really high altitude where they are. Also, Alaska is almost exclusively sea level or very close to it. You have the mountain ranges, yes, but there's no, you know, high plateaus. Uh, that, that, that's kind of like the defining feature of 90% of Alaskan's topography is how flat and close to sea level it is. 
Uh, yeah, thanks, Jace. Most of that hand is sea level. So, anyways, my just like <laughs> this movie's so bad. This movie is so bad. It's one of the worst movies for different reasons. And right? I laughed like, at it so many times. <laughs> like dog pee, girl, Ghost of Girlfriend's <laughs> Past was really really yeah. bad. For other reasons. Like, chasing Amy was really, really, really bad. For other reasons. Uh, this movie was absolutely terrible. Because they didn't care. That's the biggest thing to me. They did not care. They didn't they, care. And it made $80 million. I think they cared about making money. And they cared about um, laughing at the dog stuff that when he ripped up his... It's, I don't really think so, hard. because it's terrible. Like, it's not as if they really cared and they tried to get things right. And they were like, let's make this joke really, sell it really well. You know, they just didn't care. And they, they won. The wrong people won. <laughs> yeah, they hit the jackpot. Yeah, this movie was bad. And you know what? This was about 20 years ago it came out. And the people who, who watched it as kids are about our age now. And I guarantee if you ask any of those kids or any of those adults who saw it, um, like, remember that movie Snow Dogs? I bet you, like, a huge portion would be like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? Like, I think nothing about this movie is memorable. I only remember it because I was outraged living in Alaska and yeah. getting it all wrong. So, Julie, my wife, who is, you know, some very esoteric metaphor for things being but good. An impeccable being... Of shining light and beauty. There we go, Jace. Thank you for the assist on that one. You're welcome, Jace. She had never seen this movie, and she had gotten it mixed up with the other movie, Eight Below. <laughs> oh, the the spiritual yeah. sequel with the same dog actors. Same dogs. Yeah. So the the reason she remembered this movie or knew of it is because I had convinced her, or at least I tried to convince her when we had first dating, that every New Year's all Alaskans watch the movie Snow Dogs. And apparently, are she reminded me. sick, manipulative me. fuck. Well, because I would go up there for New Year's. And she'd be like, what are you guys doing tonight? I was like, oh, we're all watching Snow Dogs. And she reminded me this the other day. Like, you know that you used to tell me that it was an Alaskan tradition to watch this movie. So I don't understand how you could go up to people on the street and be like, do you remember this movie, Snow Dogs? And they'd say no. I think that in my brain, I have the image of this movie as having a lasting impression upon the people who watched it. But maybe that's just me because I was so offended by the Tolkien and the Talkeetna switch up. I was too. Um, I, I, I'm trying to imagine a scenario where I'm going to mention it to like coworkers and stuff. Um, and not have them think I'm like an insane person or like a or, or someone who who has anything to do. Like I feel like they would think a lot less of me if I'm bringing this movie. Okay, I'm gonna test this. So I'm gonna text someone right now, okay. and I'm gonna say I'm gonna text someone too. I'm gonna text. Uh, let's. I'm okay, gonna text everybody, someone. everybody, take out your phone and text somebody who is no not an Alaskan. Okay, text somebody and be like. Someone that you know, do you, if you have a coworker's phone number or someone that you met like really recently, just be like, hey, do you remember that movie Snow Dogs? Mm. It might take a while to get responses. I didn't think about this. Although, hey, I have sent a message. Hey, I just said, hey, you remember that movie Snow Dogs? Wait, what am I waiting for? Do I, am I looking for a yes or no? 
I'm just seeing what I don't remember why we're doing this. I want to see if I made an impression on upon people. I got a response. She said, sort of. Why? <laughs> Honestly, just doing a poll here and testing a theory. Uh, this movie's sapping our sanity away. It is. I feel like it's chiseling I... out way from our okay, minds. Okay, we, 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 we have sort of. avoided, we've talked about the a lot of the adult topics of this movie and why or why it isn't good. We haven't talked a lot about the actual dogs themselves at all. And I want to yeah, say now Damn it. that that's the whole point of this podcast. That's the whole point of this podcast. Yeah. Um, I think that the this movie drew in one of the reasons I think that they did it in Canada is they drew in dogs from something like five or six different kennels and like kennel clubs that have huskies. And up there with Air Bud, I think a lot of the dog stunts. You say it so weird. In this movie, what? Airbud, Airbud, Airbud. You're saying it like uh, the guy, what? The guy at a dispensary, Airbud, giving out a special. Well, or like my grandma trying to say ice cream. It's Airbud, ice cream, ice cream, or Taco Bell. Taco Bell, Airbud. No, I sorry, Jason. I think I I think it's cool. It's two separate words. It's not Airbud, but yeah, Airbud. Yes, it is. It's Airbud. It's Airbud. Yeah. You're saying air bud. Okay. Please continue. The dog stunts in this movie were fantastic. They had very well-trained dogs. They worked really hard. This movie, unlike some of the others that could have been on the list, was uh, under the jurisdiction of the United Animals of America. PCA. No animals were harmed in the making of this movie. They were well taken care of. And there were a lot of dog trainers. I think the dogs did really good in this movie. Yeah, I mean, I think you're right, Jace. These dogs were professionals. Um, I think they reacted in ways that were good. And shit, should we just save this for our dog meter? Do you guys want to do our fucking dog yeah, meter? Should we just move into it? Let's talk about humans. All right, let's let's get through this, guys. Um, Chase, start us off on the dog meter. I'm starting us off. Okay. Isn't it called the wolf meter? Wolf-o-meter. Yeah, the wolfometer. Wolfometer. Excuse me. I'm still getting the hang of this. GBGB's the doghouse woofometer for snow dogs. I think the dogs, like I just said, did great. Uh, there were a lot of stunts that um, one of the scenes, there was a flask in the snow. And they put dog treats in the snow next to the flask so the dog would dig for it. They and really? Then, and then the dog picked up the flask to bring to them and they said it, it all kind of fell into place. Okay. They they missed a lot in this movie, but with the dogs, the dogs themselves and the handlers, I think did a great job. I think we saw a lot level of professionalism that we saw in Airbud. We Airbud. I don't know. Let's not get carried away. Like okay, sorry, Jay, this is your review. I don't I don't want to. There were there were Airbud. many more dogs. I believe that well, Airbud would beat the shit out of all these dogs in basketball. This was a lot of well trained dogs. All hitting their cues. And I loved the CGI after effects on all the dogs. <laughs> um, so I think uh, there were some pretty serious hits to uh, volume. This, this wasn't a this was a dog-centric movie, but the the main focus was sled dog sledding. Is that the correct term for the sport? Did a yeah. Dog sledding. I did a dog Sled dog thing. Yeah. Um 
Mushing. For us, it'd probably just be called mushing, but yeah, like dog sledding. Definitely not dog. Yeah, I'm going to give uh, stellar performance. Volume was low. Uh, this is one of those miss. I would probably. This is closer to that dazed and confused level of volume where yeah. Matthew McConaughey was stellar when he was on, but the volume was low. These dogs did it for me. Um, I'm going to give them an eight on the Wolfometer. An eight? That's a big number. It's a big number for the Wolfometer. Um, for the okay. dogs. The dogs. Specifically, yeah. the Specifically dogs. the dogs in this movie. Okay. No, that's fair. Um, when I'm thinking about my woofometer, I'm trying to measure this against Clifford, who had a dog in every scene, um, who was the main character, and the plot revolved around him. Um, same thing for Airbud, where he had like pretty much all the screen, all, you know, a good portion of the screen time, and you know, a, a, he was a huge motivator for the plot. Mm. Now, this movie, I'm gonna be a little bitter because of my childhood, um, you know, experience of expecting this movie to be a funny dog romp. It was just a bunch of bullshit about a fucking dentist. Um, that made me so angry. And rewatching this movie, I realized the dogs had like 10% of the screen time, man. What mm -hmm. the fuck? Why are you calling it snow dogs? Like, what does this have to do with the dogs? And like the saving grace of this movie um, was, yes, the acting of the dogs. You know, they did like the pouty face and they did like all of the, the cool pull in the sled stuff right on cue. Congratulations, dogs. I, I, I believed every emotion you were given off. Man, it wasn't enough. And they weren't really driving the story like they were driving the sleds. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it was Cuba Gooding Jr.'s own bullshit about like, oh, you know, this guy's my real dad. All that stuff was driving the story. And the dogs were just kind of like a casualty of that. Oh, and I, I just, I didn't buy it. This movie should not have been called Snow Dogs. They should not have put the talking dog at the damn trailer. Um, this is gonna get a fucking one from me, man. Like, I just, I'm, I, I'm just, Jace, I, you're, no, no offense to your review, because I think that's totally fair for your meter. Like, my meter, I think, is, is more volume-based, because I'm comparing this to Clifford and Airbud. And mm. didn't bring it. Didn't bring it. I don't think I would even call this a dog movie. I'm disappointed, because... You gave Matthew McConaughey, who I would consider demon in this movie, a 10 in Dazed and Confused. And I think, quite honestly, um, your meter doesn't make any sense, and it, you're flippant. That's fair. That's fair. If this movie launched the career of the concept of dogs... They got movies, into another movie because of this movie. They were yeah. featured in 8 Below. <laughs> if this was the first dog movie that ever had dogs acting on camera and then it mm. launched all these great dog movies, then I'd consider the context. Um, but this is not the case. Oh, Actually, almost one the opposite. Me. Almost stopped the dog movies because it was so bad. <laughs> all right, Ryan, go ahead and uh, do your wolf meter. You would. Uh, man, I disagree with you guys. Both of you. <laughs> I honestly we're both on the opposite ends. Are you gonna, how are you going to yeah, disagree with Okay, the okay, issue yeah. is... I thought there was a lot of dogs, and I thought they were not very good. Oh. Oh, okay. So we got a third pillar holding up this shit sandwich. So we're shitting on it in different directions. <laughs> so we got something for everybody. Yeah. When there's just a five-minute long scene of an actor whose face isn't shown because it's a stuntman being chased around a house and bitten by dogs, I would say that's pretty dog-centric. And... As someone who's a proponent of watching the movie The Thing because it has a dog in it for 10 minutes, 
I'm gonna say this is relatively <laughs> high the dog meter, okay? <laughs> but they were bad. So I'm gonna keeping in mind that there's a dog ceiling that I don't know if it take, comes into play on a wolf meter that, that much. I'm going with a four. Okay. I don't have any more thoughts. You don't have any more thoughts, you're just giving it a four. I've so, given a like lot dog... of snow dog related thoughts so far. <laughs> and we're scraping the bottom of this well, okay? Okay. okay. We, we, you're tapped out on Snowdog's thoughts. <laughs> um, no, I, 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 get, I get what you're saying. And um, with, with respect to the thing, I think that might have been the days of Confused the Dogs, because I, I can't think of a dog actor movie before the thing. Maybe that kicked it off. Maybe that would be a, a higher, rated, uh, higher rated movie because of the context. Thanks. So uh, you're on my side. So it's going on the wheel. I think I'm going, yeah. Um, Ace... You want to uh, push this movie out to see and give us your review? It's got to be. <laughs> oh, um, the one thing that I would say is I didn't hate watching it. When you when you think about it, you realize how like bad it is. Um, it'd be like eating four thousand calories of like nerds in like a sitting. You were kind of like, man, I like nerds, but it, it's going to destroy your body and your health. <laughs> later on. Um, yeah, later on. So you guys obviously bring up a bunch of good points, uh, but I, a, lot, a few of the jokes hit. I thought some of the fish out of water in the beginning stuff was pretty funny, and then it just trailed off. Um, they set up some jokes in the beginning and had a little bit of payoff at the end. So it's like a two- and that's being gracious. <laughs> I, I think I would fall in a little bit lower than the Rotten Tomato score, which is like a 25%. If I gave 0.5s, it might be a 1.5. Okay. Yeah. No, that's a 2. Cool. Is that is that your rating, Jace? Yeah. And and you you actually brought up a good point about your enjoyment when you were watching it. Like like a, like a meal, you know, where you're eating a shit-tastic meal and you're like, in the moment, maybe you're enjoying it more than you would when you think about that meal later on. It's like giving yourself the meat sweats. Like, really badly. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that term. Um, but, yeah, this movie, I think when I was watching it, I think it was a few times I chuckled, especially in the beginning. There was some, there was some jokes and reveals that I think made me laugh. Um, I think Cisco, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s like, friend character, was actually pretty damn funny. Um, he made a lot... Of, he had, like, a lot of funny lines. I liked... Um, I like their kind of buddy chemistry where he's kind of like over the top and Cuba Gooding Jr. is like, dude, like settle down. Like you're crazy. Um, I thought that kind of dynamic was, was funnier. Um, however, later on in the movie was, it got really stale. They kept hammering home the fucking cliches over and over and over again. You know, city boy comes to the country. Like I'm just so over it. And they keep doing the same jokes. Oh, dogs are going to go crazy. They're going to drag me across the ice for 30 goddamn minutes. How long are you going to Oh, my God. My they did the same joke. He's like, whoa. Multiple times. I'm like, are you going to do this again? And then there's like a third scene where he's like, I'm going to get it together as a musher. And then like the anchor hook gets caught in his boot and he gets drugged by the dogs again. I'm like, again. again and there's no explanation movie. for when he can finally do it. Right? Like... The, yeah, at some it, point, he becomes a competent musher. The power of and it's, will. It's, it's in a scene that was never shown on camera. It was because of Nana. Bless her soul. Yeah, the untrained dog that seizes the front of the dog pack for some reason. Um, it just didn't make sense. And then also, like, 
was watching part of this with Amber until she gave up on the movie and just walked away. I, I don't blame her. Um, the love interest in this movie is just absolutely terrible. Like, as soon as you see her in the bar, you're like, oh, the only other character that's his age and is attractive? Oh, that's definitely love interest. I just, I hate shitty flirting scenes so much. It makes me cringe. I actually have to have, like, a pillow in front of me, and I can't fucking watch them sometimes, where they're like, oh, you're new in town. Like, oh, let me show you how this is done. Like, it's just that kind of whole dynamic, I think, is written, has, like, written by a dude fantasizing all over it going into a small town where there's like the one attractive female um, and there's no other competition and you're the only guy her age or some shit and like just like pick sweep her off her feet because that's just what it fucking seemed like in here and it was just I I can't think of a, a single thing about this movie retrospectively that I liked I'm trying to think of the things that made me laugh and I can't remember a lot of them um, this is going to be one um, I would have liked it better if it had more dogs and more funny dog scenes but instead, I got a shit-tastic sandwich. And how is this a Disney movie, man? I think it failed on the front of being a kid's movie and failed on the front of entertaining adults. But... Yeah, I agree. There's not much more that can be said about the movie Snow Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I would like my score to go out as a two because, unfortunately, it can get worse. It's hard to explain why this movie is bad until you think about the movie. If you're watching the movie, you're like, okay, that joke didn't land. That joke didn't land. That joke didn't land. This scene's going on too long. That joke didn't land. This doesn't make sense. This scene doesn't make sense. That joke didn't land. It, this scene's already been done. I heard that joke already. And then two hours later, you're like, okay, the movie's over. This movie has, let me count them off, one, two, three, four, five writers. Five people wrote this movie, and it was an adaptation of a book. Mm -hmm. Also, technically, kind of six. And it was directed by a different person, and they were all men. What are the chances? Right? Hi. Is that like a... Well, I know. In <laughs> reality, hard. right. Yeah. In reality, right. So if we, if we assume 50% chances of them being male or female, right. what are the chances of all seven being men? And so you've pointed out like what the outcome is when that happens i think it's written by committee it's made just to get money from kids and not even be good clifford which was actually for preschoolers was a better movie, <laughs> better movie than, this. than this was funnier for adults was better for kids had more care put into it and was more like literally more comprehensible than this movie so I'm going to have to give it a two because I can imagine something being worse, but I have no idea how that could happen. <laughs> if you roll the dice and randomly like put lines like for a screenplay, like attribute them to each one of the numbers on the dice, and you just rolled it a thousand times, you would get snow dogs. Guys, the numbers are coming in from the U.S. and Canada. This movie is... Oh. It is just as good as Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. If you, that's actually really yeah. scary. Like, let's makes me so angry. We're rebooting Snow Dogs in 2023. Yep. Yeah, it made as much movie in America, as much money in America as Blade Runner 2049. Jesus Christ. How is that even possible? Right. Because this is a really good movie. I'm signing off. No many, no, no more, no, no more thoughts. Yeah, guys, that was a review for Snow Dogs. 
Um, let us know what you think. Oh, God. Now I it's guys, time for the real show. The real, real show is... <laughs> Where there's a 99% probability that we get another stinker. Guys, guys, can we just talk for a sec? Can we fucking talk for a sec? Can we pick a good dog movie for the love of Jesus? I can't... Okay, listen, guys. Hey, listen. No, we like to have a lot of fun here. We like to have a lot of fun on this podcast. Um, I watched Clifford. I watched Snow Dogs. And mm-hmm. I watched fucking Airbud. Okay, mm-hmm. that was all of the movies I've seen in the past month. That was yeah. all of them. Uh-huh. Okay? Just, I need something above 50% of Rotten Tomatoes. So you just, gonna, like, you're gonna pray run. for the one, one twelfth chance on let's, uh, about, the clicker wheel? Let's, let's pick some good dog movies and put it on a clicker wheel and just switch click between those. Or we can agree to all watch Cujo. We each get another veto. Oh, and fucking we... veto? We each get an add-in. Okay, let's do it. Shit! So, nominate a good dog movie. I fucking hate how we're a wheel of chaos season. We have no agency. We are just on this fucking torture. A little bit of agency, okay? Right there, I see a couple good dog movies. This bullshit. There's like literally four good dog movies on there. That's actually not bad. Okay, nice. I've, okay, I've got it up on the screen. We'll go. We'll go. Um, We're looking you, at the picker wheel right now, just to you, explain to our audience because they you can't get see. a veto and you get to add. Do you have to exercise both of them, or can you no, exercise you can between zero to two of okay. the combination of those? Okay, I'm just gonna say right now. Um, I have to watch Beethoven or Airbud Spikes Back. I'm gonna need to be put into a straight jacket. Go to the fucking loony bin. I'm gonna okay. lose my goddamn mind. Okay. Alright, so you better knock one of those suckers off. So what are you doing? And you go first. I need to think about my choice. What what am I what's gonna preserve my sanity? Like what what's okay. gonna help okay. I'm gonna veto top dog. I can't remember what top dog was. It's what's like top that, dog? Uh, gun with a dog? Is that where no, Maverick's it's like Chuck Norris or something? Was? Oh, okay, okay. And you get to add the thing. We're adding the thing. A dog movie. Yes. Can we save that for a horror season? You want to save it for a horror season, or should we take Cujo off too? Denali, you can use your veto to remove the thing. You can use the veto to remove the thing. (laughs) I'm not going to remove your choice. That's mean. You could do it. Okay. Um, gonna be Beethoven. At least I I, at least I have the continuity of (laughs) Airbud, so I can watch Airbud Spikes back. Then and then. And then, baby, I get to add a movie, okay? Mm-hmm. You, got, you already have Cujo on there. Correct. Which is, yeah. which is so tight. Which is so tight. We didn't say that the same movie couldn't be added again. I'm gonna add Cats and Dogs on there. Nice. Another shitter. <laughs> Why would you take out a movie that's better than Cats and Dogs? <laughs> oh, man. Uh-oh. Uh, Why would you do that? <laughs> Why would you do that? Oh no, man! Half of that I'm movie's fucking... about cats. Lose on my mind. If you talk about the thing not having enough dog screen time, okay, literally okay, half I... of the animal screen time is devoted to cats in that movie. It's fifty percent more than the thing. Okay, you can change it to underdog if you want. No, we're keeping them. Okay. That's gonna get fucking vetoed next week. All right, this is the Jason, time to shine, baby. Do you, do you have a veto and ad you want to put in there? I assume he's abstaining. No. Spence is killing me. I'm vetoing Lady and the Tramp. Oh, nice. thank you, Christ. 
and then I am not adding anything to the list. Okay, I like I like the I odds just... of the of the thing going up. Look at cats and dogs, and they're between the thing and Cujo. You know what? That whole slice looks pretty good to me. Honestly, like but dogs go to heaven. Me. Art of race. I don't know what that is. I love dogs. Actually, a lot of these are okay. Um, I think Airbud spikes back. I think will be the last screw to drop out of my head, and I would go and go insane. But that's okay. That's that's not big of a chance. Spin the wheel. Okay, oh God, how help me! How long is this spin gonna be? About ten seconds. Okay, the rules are: if whatever this wheel lands on, we've done this in previous episodes, um, we have to watch for next week. And once it lands on it, we have to say what it is because our audience probably can't see it. Oh God, here we go! Oh my oh, God! Oh, this was a mistake. Dogs go to heaven. All dogs go to heaven. Was so close to the thing. So close to the thing. Was like on it and then just barely went to all dogs go to heaven. Oh, could be worse. Could be worse. It could be a lot worse. Um, damn, another kids movie, huh? Another kids one, four in a row. Another kids Hi. movie, huh? I think, I think uh, Amazon and Netflix are going to like send me like a congratulations email about on my new kid pretty soon. Mm -hmm. It's my, my amount of new dog. New dog. Are they implying that my dog's watching these with me? You know, we're in a pretty good place here with 10 inputs left. And if there aren't re-ads, we could pretty well get a good movie next week. Now, right. What I liked about our Ben Affleck and McConaughey season is we were like, hey, let's go up. Let's go down this week. Just so we can keep it fresh for ourselves. Instead, we're like, hey, let's let fate torture us. You see the bags under my eyes right now? That's what, are you not that's so what tired? No dogs? That's what dogs movies are doing to me. I don't know if that's the dog movie's fault. Um, well, we're watching All Dogs Go to Heaven next week. That's a classic, yeah. isn't it? Don't a lot of people know that movie? A lot yeah, of people I actually watched it. I watched it about a year ago. Okay, there we go. I haven't seen this movie, I don't think. Um, oh, join us next week. Please join us, you guys. God. Please join us next week for All Dogs Go to Heaven. Um, I'm not watching these these dog movies pro bono, baby. We can please watch and interact with. Please interact. Let us our know our media channels. Yes. Um, let us know what you think about these very good dog movies. If you're watching along, um, let us know how your how your 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 sanity's doing. No, because we're on the fucking brink right now. I'm having dreams about dogs. I'm thinking about getting a dog tattoo. I don't even own one. Me too. I, I thought about getting a second dog today. I've played with these golden retrievers at the beach, and there was three of them, and I was like, oh, it would be so much fun to have a second dog so they could, Gold like, annoy great. each other. Yeah. Um, that's, that's our show. We reviewed Snow Dogs, and now we're going to review All Dogs Go to Heaven. Follow, us, follow us on Instagram. We're, uh, we're at Good Boys Gone Bland. Follow us on Twitter. We're at GBGB podcast. Um, stay up to date on all our latest GBGB news. Well, let's let's see some fan art too. I love your guys's, you know, oh, I love fan your guys permission. Yeah. Just, uh, if you guys if you guys have a, a vision of what lettuce night would look like, um, or got some storyboards for Lobster Cane, throw them up there. Oh. See, that's the what the end goal of this podcast is gonna be. We watch all these terrible movies and good movies, and we find we just be like, okay, now it's our turn. Let's see if we can, you know, back it up. Let's see if we can oh. back up our shit talk okay. by saying that these guys suck at making this movie. 
well, can we make a movie? Let's real quick. Let's let's pitch a better snow ducks. Um, first of all, we should we should call it Snow Gods, mm-hmm. and instead, the, each of the dogs are um, like Greek deities, and they're trapped in Alaska. And Cuba Gooding Jr. goes there and and trains them to pull a dog sled. Hmm. It's, out, it's outlandish. It makes no sense, but I mean, it's it's going to be a more interesting movie, I think. Or just how about make snow dogs? Okay, but Cuba Gooding Jr. is replaced by Ben Affleck. Actually, yeah, let's not cast Cuba. I don't know why I recast him again. Yeah. <laughs> let's, no, let's get him the fuck out of there. Him. Get him the fuck away from this movie. No, okay. Ben Affleck is... And he's not a dentist. Not a dentist. Just a normal person, because you don't need to devote 10 minutes of the movie into an occupational-type subplot. We have Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. Plays a not-dentist. He might be Batman. Let's not let's not solidify him. He might be Batman though. He gets someone someone in his will says you have a sled dog team, right? Goes over there in his personal plane, which might be the Batwing, but it we don't know that. It's not it's not you know it's not confirmed. Uh huh. He learns to a sled race, and there's no plot about like the weird anti-adoption vibes in there. There's no like you know some negative connotations and stuff. Um. He learns to to sled, you know, sled race. He trains on the lake, martial arts, but he's not he's not Batman at all. Um, so it's not it's not solidified. So hold um, on, we're kind of describing the uh, plot of Cool Runnings, where as in the people who went, the Jamaican men who went to the Olympics to do the bobsled team were not like some wacky background like dentists who decided to do this thing they were like athletes who needed another way of you know competing and so that was a much better movie than this movie and you you don't need a convoluted background you just have to have someone who's inspired to do something you can just have like a guy from a city who just really wants to race dog sleds and the, the plot of the movie is him overcoming his inability to know how to dog sled rather than overcoming the fact that he's in a different american state yeah because i think i would sympathize with him more if it seemed like he really wanted to dog sled and wanted to be there a lot of the tension could come from the fact that a solid amount of the sledding races is that there are multi-day events and you do have to hold up either at a checkpoint or in the wilderness and keep your dogs alive yeah and you have to, like, you know, train and the strategy. You have to learn all this strategy to it. Like, I'm not going to see this movie. <laughs> I'm just saying. We it could sounds this. so fucking lame. It could be, it could be better, though. That's a plot oh, yeah, you're right. You're cur- you are right. It could, it could be quite a lot better. You could take this from a shitty Disney kids movie and turn it into a pretty good dad core movie. Right. Um, where it's person moves to the wilderness and trains in the this- rocky four of sled dogs yeah rocky four of sled dogs we we could make this better but it, it would probably have to change the, the fact that it was for seven-year-olds couldn't be a yeah. dog ha- a dog movie or go the go the talladega nights the battle ricky bobby thing which make it like absurd well, right where he's battling a frenchman you know and the frenchman is like the new competitor on the scene and he's aging and so he has to come to terms with it and come over his own you know physical ailments and win the race and the dogs are all rednecks and they talk and they're like 
Oh, we're gonna beat your ass! <laughs> yeah, I think that's a great. And the other dogs movie. are like, "Hey, you can suck in my balls. I'm going to run through this curse. I'm much faster than you." And he free. Yeah, he feeds the dogs crepes. Ah, that's a good movie. Uh, that's a good movie <laughs> idea, guys. Um, we're losing it, folks. I think, I think we did it. Everybody, Everybody is tuned tuned out. Before, before we go, um, you know, please throw us a subscribe and a review. And um, their show, guys, woof woof, help us. <laughs> <laughs>